one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the build-up show. It's a big one. It's a big Champions League night at Anfield, looming on Wednesday. Liverpool, Real Madrid with a two-goal deficit to overturn. Um, I'm sure the Reds will go as full strength as possible for this game, and so we have done exactly the same. It is myself and Chris Pajak in the studio. We've got Callum Sanders from Team Coppish, uh, and we've got John Machen as well joining us for this one. Um, Chris, here we are Ooh. once again. Liverpool and Field needing to do something, needing to generate some sort of mad heroic moment. If you're new to Liverpool, welcome. This is the, this, this is what we do. This is what Liverpool. This do. is what we do. Um, and unfortunately, this time we're not going to have fans in the stadium. I imagine there's going to be a large group of fans outside the stadium at some point during the day as well. Um, so hopefully that if that happens, um, then hopefully the, the Liverpool players can get a little bit of a lift and stuff from that. Um, the big one is you know Anfield atmosphere. We've been saying for years that it is a thing. Fans of other clubs have been saying that it isn't. Uh, we need to hope that they're right on this occasion. Yeah. Um, I've never wanted rival fans to be right more about something. Than exactly, that. but this time, you know, we we need to be able to do it for for the lads, and they'll know that we obviously want it and, and everything else. But they need to want it. They need to want it, and they need to have the skill set to go and rectify the mistakes that were made last week. Because the game plan for Real Madrid, Paul, is going to be exactly the same. I completely agree on that. And this is the, the point about this, Callum. You know, we talk about the the no Anfield atmosphere, not having the fans. We know it's we know it's big. It doesn't even need saying, but. You know, Real Madrid didn't need fans, you know, didn't even need their actual stadium um, last <laughs> week. You know, Liverpool psychologically have got to put themselves in the mindset of it's a game of football, it's a team that they're going up against. Um, the conditions are going to be level in that regard and they need to treat it as a as nil-nil almost and, and tr- just go and try and beat Real Madrid. Yeah, agreed. I think what gives me hope going into this game is that 15-minute spell in the second half against Romagin in the first leg, where we just mm-hmm. came out and said, to hell with this, we're going to go and attack these lot. And we scored, and we looked dominant. Now, granted, there was obviously the three goals we conceded, which obviously more than balances that out. But I do genuinely believe that if we go into it with the correct mindset, I'm not saying we're going to get through, but we are going to give a very, very good account of ourselves to show that we are still a top European team. 
I think that's a spot on point. We actually had a super chat uh, from Philippe uh, Hunt saying, tough game, lads. Definitely the odds against us, but we can't give up. I'd rather us lose fighting to the very end than not trying at all. And that's the point, isn't it, with this, Dad, is our only expectation here, we can't expect to go through because it's so very unlikely really just on the balance of things all I, I think we can expect is this team goes and does just just be better than we were in that first half because we were abysmal we were abysmal in the first 45 minutes against Madrid I just want to see a bunch of Liverpool players go out there and give it all really well I'll be astonished if they don't to be honest after after that and I don't think Klopp was very happy with them was he uh, and I think he let them know so I, I do expect them to, to be on top of their game. I mean, that may still not be enough. I mean, we know we're vulnerable to long balls over the top when we're, and we can't do anything about that because we've got to attack. Yeah. Um, obviously, at least we can't, uh, you know, um, sit back or whatever. We've just got to go forward. I mean, the, the possibility is you sort of micromanage it and just stop um, Tony Crows from getting the ball for, you know, in space. Just yeah. sit on him, um, and maybe the same with Casemiro, just to stop the danger. Uh, but keep on going, hemming them in, and just putting them under pressure, and keep keep that going. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it's it's not impossible. As I said last time out after the game, we um, we've often been in this situation, and we've always struggled because yeah. it's scoring two goals against a team who can just sit there. Is yeah. really difficult because we're talking about you know top class players, uh, even though they had their um, second string centre backs out, they were still brilliant. Yeah. Um, so you know it's going to be difficult, but you've just got to have hope and keep going. Yeah, and, you know, and, 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 and as Callum said, win the game and then see where you are. Exactly, it's it that is the case is that you've got to somehow get into the players' heads that it's it's not you're not two 0 down because I think if you're chasing. If you're chasing two goals, I think you put yourself potentially put yourself into a bit of bother, and that's why so many teams fail to to overcome these kind of deficits. Is that? But if you looked at it in isolation and said you've got to beat Real Madrid two 0 at Anfield to get through, you'd be like, okay, or well, you know what I mean? Not you know, just to get just to get us back, you know, whatever. This is the point: is that it's it's. Sorry, it is two because the away goals. But the point is, two two nil is a perfectly attainable result. But there's so many other psychological factors that there has to be a little bit of blinkers well, let, in what we're doing here. It, let's start it off. If you turn around to me and go, this Liverpool squad, they've got to beat Real Madrid to 2-0 uh, to go through. I'm like, of course they can. But this Liverpool squad is also the Liverpool squad that's just lost 3-1 to them. And that's the mental hurdle that they have to get over. Yeah. Uh, Real Madrid do what Real Madrid do. And what they did so brilliantly against us last time is they just drew a line down the pitch and went, you four you go that way you six seven you go that way and you deal with it and they're the lads who are going to attack and you're going to sit back and they split the team beautifully last time and they were just knocking those long balls over the top that's the difficult thing is maybe it wasn't even seven that they kept back maybe it was six and five Mm -hmm. now they can afford to go seven and four if they wanted to that's the difficulty that Liverpool have right now is that you have to overcommit I think to be able to break them down but you don't have to overcommit early in the game you can feel the game out a little bit there's still time you know 
we know we know from our own experiences, Barcelona, how how just get one goal and one goal changes the tie. Because if we can get that first goal, then they're nervous because then they've got something to lose. Yeah, it's 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 such a tricky balancing act to have because you know we, we're talking about this like keep our cool, keep our composure. You know, we've been in twelve times of Liverpool's history. We've been in a situation where we're trying to overturn a deficit of more than two goals or two goals or more. Only twice have we ever managed to do it. Is that two-legged only? Uh, why? Is Istanbul count? Yeah, two-legged. Over two legs. Overturning that results from a from a from a previous leg. The and the point of this is that the times that we've done it, start fast, get that early goal. Now, of course, this is it's where it's completely uncharted territory because if you start fast, you get an early goal. Think about Barcelona. Think about Henderson breaking through, Origi sticking it in, and all of a sudden, all you talk and your hopes and your expectations, it is on from the minute you stick that that in, and they are going. They've had their 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 lead has been cut immediately before they've even got themselves set and you've got the fans up now you've got to en- engineer that without w- without the fans I don't know that it hurts Real Madrid's mentality to concede early so it could be a comp- this, could, this game could require a completely different approach it might require 95 minutes of grind as opposed to us coming in because my instinct is you need these go- I think if we're going to do it you need the goals in the first half an hour and that gives you an opportunity then if they then get one back you've got more time to continue to go deep I think it's easier if you get the goals in the first half an hour but I don't think it matters I think as soon as you score that first goal whenever that be whether that be 60 minutes or the first minute that changes everything for them because they can lose if they concede one Mm -hmm. and that's when teams start to really make mental mistakes make physical mistakes and all that type of stuff as well so it doesn't matter when for me anyway when you score it I'd rather we did it in the first half I'd rather we did it early on in the game mm-hmm. but I've seen so many teams collapse when they've conceded a goal and yeah. they've and there's just one more and they, it I don't know what it is I think it's the away goals rule I think it just <coughs> batters teams heads yeah there's lads with like got the fingers they got abacus tucked into the socks trying to work out what what, what, what it means for them and footy players not working <laughs> Go on, 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 on that point why don't we scrap our normal kickoff have Trent behind Thiago Thiago passes straight to Trent and he shoots oh, straight yeah. away in the first second. Uh, even if he doesn't score, he'd frighten the life out of them. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you get yeah. their goalie victory, that's a good yeah. thing, isn't it? This is the game where you want to be trying all of like your movie techniques. So you go your Mighty Ducks flying V and you've got all these like, you know, mad plays that you only only pull, only pull the out. The long in. throwing oh. that we've been waiting for, oh, for two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Whatever it takes, just bring them out. Just unsettle them in a lot of ways. Everyone wear the shirt backwards. You know what I mean? They already do. They already do, yeah. Go on, tell them the colour. Yeah. Um, Ethan uh, with the super chat here saying, uh, we showed that Real midfield too much respect. Yeah. One of the things against Barca we did was we were a bunch of pricks. We didn't care who they were. And that's a great point, isn't it, Callum? Is that, you know, and, and it, I don't know whether we've got the, without Jordan Henderson, I don't know that we've got this in our midfield, which is a slight concern, but I agree. In this environment, you've got to pretend, you know, you've got to pretend you can hear the Anfield atmosphere. You've got to go flying in. You've got to let them know. These lads know they're doing for a game. And it won't be the first time it's happened to them. But, you know, let's be honest, when you get, you know, we need to unsettle them as much as possible. Yeah, I agree. Even And again, Henderson is a big miss, as you just said, because he is the guy to do that. However, I do think we've got players like Robbo and Fabinho does that as well. I don't think Fabinho's as vocal as, as Hendo, 
But if there's a ball there, there's a 50-50 with, say, Tony Cruz or Modric, I put the house on Fabinho. I, I think he's going to tear through someone and that will just stand out for it on the game and said, you guys wanted this, now you guys have got it. And yeah. um, I don't know if you guys are big MMA fans, but this this kind of reminds me of when Nganu fought Stipe the first time. Like We went into it super confident last game. Yeah, we're going to smash these lot. Can't do anything to us. And we got humbled. He's regrouped. He come back and he knocked him out. I'm hoping... I'm hoping this is going to be us on, on Wednesday. That's so mad because that's the exact example that I used after the first leg, isn't yeah. it? The Stipe Miocic <laughs> second one. Probably. I, 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 you switched off, you glazed over, you knew it was UFC that I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's the match that I was <laughs> yeah. talking about. It's the fact that like Stipe absolutely mullered him the first time around and Garnu came back a different fighter a few years later. That's what I wanted Liverpool to do. In fact, it was before. It was in the build-up. Yeah. I wanted Liverpool to do that after the Champions League final, didn't I? Uh, that's so mad, that car. That's a, that's a great reference there. <laughs> Clearly a great, clearly a perfect analogy for it, apparently. Uh, must be because two of you have done it. Um, yeah, no, but just, uh, I mean, there's an interesting point about this is that we know what we've got a clear idea of them now, and, and the, the same will be true vice versa as well. Um, we know that Lucas Vazquez is out from this game, which is obviously a big, a big loss for them. We actually set up the first goal at the weekend against Barcelona as well. And I don't know, you know, particularly someone like Sadio Mane, because we've been talking about him on the final word show. We've had, we've had a lot of Sadio Mane chats of late. And I just wonder whether there's something to that now. They've had a look. They've had a look at what Real, Madrid, what Real Madrid have got. And there's a weird thing where, and I'm not saying this is true, because I don't know elite sports people do this, but there is a, on paper, Ramos and Varane, you know, you know what you come up against. You come up against one of the challenges of your life. And when you find out that maybe you're playing lads with a second string or whatever, I don't know, sometimes you find where people don't necessarily go as all in or you find some more super heroic performances being put in. We know we've got a much clearer idea of what we're coming up against and you know what the challenge is facing them. I would, to the point that made by people, whether it's Mane, Firmino, Salah, Jota or whatever, there should be nothing less here than them giving absolutely every egg of energy in this Of course. Game. And I, I, I personally, look, I know we're going to talk about how we want to line up and stuff later, but a change of formations, what, what, what we need here, because I think we need, as, as John mentioned, we need someone to be able to get onto Cruz's toes or Modric's toes and maybe an extra body in the middle of the park uh, might be able to facilitate that in a slightly different position than our normal eights. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's massively important, Paul. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know the, the thing to take from this, Dad, obviously, as mentioned there, Real Madrid beat Barcelona 2-1 at the weekend to go a point behind Atletico in the title race. Big, big game, big exertion of that match. It was, you know, it was, it was, it could have gone either way at the end, the amount of chances that, that kind of went for the game. You know, absolute torrential rain. It would have been a heavy pitch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The point is, is that you're hoping that as much as psychologically well, Real Madrid are prepared... Yeah, yeah. Well, they're preparing their story about how they've, you know, they've they're dragging themselves back into the Champions League, you know, Champions League chances, and they've got a title to win. But we've got to hope that we can undercut that and and, and bring it down to the core of that when hopefully they they are tired. Yeah, I mean, the key is to to make them unsettled. You just don't make them stop them being comfortable at any time. I mean, the two too often in that first half in Madrid, they could do what they wanted. Yeah. They must have thought this is easy, and you know, if we can unsettle them as early as possible and stop them getting out, you know, and keep them under pressure, 
then we just increased our chances of winning the game, you know, immeasurably. Yeah. Um, uh, how you know how Klopp sets up? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm personally not sure uh, what he can do. I mean, Chris said, you know, make make sure there's someone extra in midfield. Uh, maybe that that is it. But as long as we keep them hemmed in for as long as possible, then you know, I think that'll do the job. Absolutely. Well, we'll talk about that. We will postulate what we do to get in their faces as much as possible after the very short break. But we've got a trivia question to tide you over. Uh, until then, uh, who are the only other team, uh, apart from Barcelona, that we have beaten, uh, overturning a two-goal or more deficit? Uh, and I'll give you marks as well, if you can name Liverpool's three goal scorers that night as well. Back in a sec. There are days you remember for the rest of your life. The setting couldn't have been much better. Even now I'm talking about it, my face hurts. I struggle to think of a better hour I've ever had. Pride really was be kind of overwhelming emotion. Dream come true, 100%. Our city, what it's about, music, culture and football, that's about it. I felt like the luckiest lads in the world, you know what I mean? Like, what right have I got to be there doing that? We're still buzzing that the Liverpool fans have got the flag for Sean Cox. And we're still buzzing that they came over to us. And we're still buzzing that we're in the Champions League final. And I'm thinking, this is it. This is, this is one of the best nights of my life of, of supporting a football team. And then all of a sudden, this beautiful man with big fucking rims on and a Liverpool tracky top comes belting out of wherever he came running out from. And there's this like collective, oh, it's Klopp. Welcome back. Yes, you can check out our uh, Champions League documentaries to get yourself in the mood for Wednesday. We've got a whole bank of them over there streaming right now on the RedmenTV.com. So if you need a little pick-me-up to remind yourself of the good times, um, I nearly went full-on into... Um, Chumbawamba there, but I'm gonna wow. I'm gonna re refrain myself for now. But yeah, go over there, say, sign up now to theredmantv.com and get our access to our Liverpool streaming service. Uh, there's also an incredible competition if you want to join at club legend level, which will give you some more details at the end of the video. So the question was, um, obviously we've only we twelve times we've had a two or more goal first leg deficit to overturn. Only twice have we done it. One of them was Barcelona. The other team was anyone. We've had some interesting shouts. The year 
Um, in fact, I'll tell you who it wasn't before, just to just to draw this out for a minute. Um, we had a five-one deficit against Ajax in '66. We had a two-goal deficit two against Forest in um, '78. Uh, Widzu Lodz in '83, and the answer was Ozer okay. 1991. Yep, we were two goals down, and we beat them three-nil at Anfield. Um, to come back in that one and then you know since then Genoa in 92 didn't do it Spartak Moscow in 92 um, Paris Saint-Germain uh, that would have been the Cup Winners Cup it was 3-0 we had to overtake yeah. Strasbourg uh, Celta Vigo Chelsea in 2009 Zenit St. Petersburg in 2013 and then Barcelona in 2019 which we did um, so it sounds like you just need them to be a really good side to be able to overturn them yeah <laughs> how long is there in, in the French League and there other side no idea yeah probably. let's just say we were top yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> rubbish John come on yeah. come on John yeah interesting note on that um, so the three goals for Liverpool I won't ask you this because it, it is a tricky one Rosenthal a no um, <laughs> Jan Molby penalty in the fourth minute um, Mike Marsh got the second nice. in the 29th and in the 83rd to seal the win Mark Walters um, interesting Liverpool only named four substitutes on the day because of injuries two of whom I'd never heard of in my entire life one was Robbie Holcroft and the other was Barry Jones no idea no idea I think they might have pulled them out the stands uh, if you watch this you might, uh, that might be a real offence but no never heard of never heard of Steve McMahon was boss in that game everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well BetterHelp can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Um, <coughs> right, sound, yeah. Um, the question then is, Chris Pajak, has Bobby Firmino done enough to earn his place in the starting eleven this week? The answer to that is yes, and I'd follow that question up with, has Mane done enough to deserve his place in the start 11 this week? And the answer to that is no, but I'm still giving him a starting place. Um, I'm playing all four of them. 
Yeah. I'm playing Bobby in the 10 and here's the lad that I... Not, it's not an extra midfielder, but it's a lad who's going to be very, very close to Cruz or Modric. And that's what I, that's what, that's what's got to change for me. And take your pick about who, who goes elsewhere. Maybe Mane in the 9 or Jota in the 9. I probably prefer Jota in the 9. Um, and I'm looking at Fabinho and Wijnaldum probably. Mm-hmm. Um, with the option of then giving yourself a little bit of something to go to if you need to bring Thiago on to move it further forwards. But... Yeah, for me, I think it's massively important. Interested to hear what everybody else thinks about getting someone around Tony Cruz. It's really interesting because I'm totally bought in on the on this idea. It's just to, just to a certain extent, anyway, Callum. But the, the problem with the, the putting all four is it does lead that question of the mid, uh, who who are the two, and. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people who are won't be unhappy, you know, to, to have a midfield of Juan Alden and, uh, and Fabinho. Of course, there'll be plenty of thinking. Well, what was the point of keeping Thiago? keeping Thiago back if he's not going to start in this game. But that's the beauty of, I think, of how we've managed these couple of games is that we do have the ability to spring a surprise there. It would be surprising for Thiago not to start. It would be surprising for Bobby to start in a 10 in this game. And that actually is something that we're talking about unsettling them could well work in our favour. Yeah, very true. Um, I get your logic on why you go with Wijnaldum, Chris. I just think... I know it's a big risk because I think Wijnaldum is more of a safe player and he's better defensively, but Thiago, he can just break lines and him passing to Bobby could just open up different types of space we haven't seen in a long time. And I think you're absolutely spot on. I think Bobby has to play in a 10 and attacking-wise, you lead them to do what they do. But as soon as Real Madrid have the ball, I don't want Bobby doing anything else apart from looking where Tony Cruz is and standing on his toes and saying, you're not passing this ball and you're not receiving it just shut him out of the game. I think you shut him out of the game, Real Madrid cannot control the game and we dominate them. There's a lot of, it's going to take a lot of bottle from the manager here, won't it, Dad? Because I think there's a reasonable case to be made that if you just went with the normal 4-3-3, but you've got Bobby in between, we'd have a much better fist of it regardless. But there is definitely something to the point I was making earlier about going in, blitzkrieg, the lightning war, just, you know, throwing everything at them in the in the first 15, 20 minutes and seeing what happens. You might get blown away, but you might well crack it wide open. Yeah, and it's tricky to know how to deal with it. I mean, there's probably as many opinions as there, you know, as anything. But uh, I, I can't imagine going into the game without Thiago again. I, I just don't, don't see that at all. Um, and personally, I would keep Jota as as an impact sub for uh, the last half an hour, uh, and have him and maybe Curtis Jones ready to come on and make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, Mane, I think you've got to take a chance on him. He's not firing all cylinders, but he really does take up defenders' minds. You know, that yeah. you can't just leave him. You've got to devote some time to. Him. And they're now going to be playing their third choice right back. So you know, I think Mane could cause them all sorts of damage. It's, um, it's so tricky, isn't it? Because I, because I, I, I think that's just as valid, valid a point as any that. I do think I, Bobby should sit on Cruz, though. I really think that's a. a and the thing a, is, he can do forward. that. He can do that in four two three one or four three three. And he was very, he was very deep, wasn't he, at the weekend, Chris? So you could see him just as easily doing that. And you just sort of, you know, maybe you bring the the the, the, the wingers in a little bit more narrow or whatever. But I, I, I can. There's the, there's two schools of thought, isn't there? I think, and there's probably loads more. But let's just let's just oversimplify it. You go with all four from the start and you absolutely go for it. Or you do, as said, you keep you keep Jotter in reserve and maybe, or maybe Thiago in reserve, in addition to, I should say, Thiago in reserve. So you've got another, you, 
even if you don't start them, your team's more than capable of doing doing the business regardless. And then you have got something else or something else to go to as well. Yeah, yeah. I think the the difficulty Klopp's gonna have here is is that balance between being able to push your team on, nullifying their threats, but keeping the back door shut. That's the difficulty. And, you know, I tossed, the, I tossed and turned about whether, you know, I'd rather see Wijnaldum or Thiago in the centre. And I thought to myself, well, where did Real Madrid hurt us last week? You know, it was behind Santa Alexander-Arnold and it was behind Andy Robertson. So I've gone with the two centre midfielders that I think provide the best level of cover for those two because I think that... Robbo and Trent will be uh, 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 just as key as any of the forward players if we're to win this game by two goals. Yeah. So you've got to give them a platform for me to go and showcase what they can do, what they can bring to the table. And then you're into personal preference a lot of the time about how you like to set a team up with something in reserve. You've always liked to do that whenever we've spoken about football. You've always liked to keep somebody back or you know somebody else might think, let's just blow them out the water right now and doesn't matter. Maybe you just need defenders on the bench because that's all we're going to do we're going to blow them out the water I'll leave that for everybody else I don't know if there's a right or a wrong way I don't think there ever has been a right yeah. or a wrong way to set your team up with a bench like that I think the most important thing is to set your team up the 11 versus 11 that's the most important thing the bench will be what the bench will be you've got to I think the the, the good point the good point is because we've said this for a while is if you put your best four attackers on from the start where do you go from there if you need to go up a gear but also it's a do or die Champions League game and we actually saw Shaqiri come off the bench she actually saw it the other week as well I, I think you, by that point you're entering into madness territory where you can just do a load of crazy shit I don't think it really matters I think you're keeping all four on the pitch for the full for the full length um, I don't think it matters too much but again I, I, I don't know and this is where Klopp's, Klopp's mentality is because a goal for Real Madrid End it. If we don't, if we don't get on the score sheet first and foremost, if you're chasing it, but you've lost your away goal advantage, pff, like I'm not sure you'd over. It depends. Over it depends. Over. I mean, it's if Liverpool score, yeah, sorry, I disagree. Oh, go on, Cal. So, I think even if we're two nil up, I, I think everyone's saying, yeah, let's get, let's win this game by two nil. But Real Madrid only need one, and two nil still not going to be enough. I do think. I know it's going to sound a bit crazy. I think we have to chase three in this game. yeah. And that even still only takes the extra time. But I think we have to chase three because let's say, for example, we do the, the unthinkable. We go 2-0 up with 60 minutes to go. And what do we do next? Is it stick or twist? Because if Roma did get a goal, then we need one to take the extra time, two to win it. Whereas if we're still 2-0 up, I, I think we have to go for that third. I don't think we have to be reckless, but I think we have to go for that third still. Yeah. But there is but a point the as point, well. The point is on, that you... At any time in the 90 minutes or 95, Real Madrid can score a goal and scupper mm. everything. You've yeah. got to defend well for the whole game. And you, Callum's right. If you, if you can get 2-0 up, then don't settle for it. Go for more. But, yeah. you know, I think it would be wrong to, to go out thinking we've got to score this many goals. I think you go out and win the game, Yeah, you know, and make sure they don't score as well. So... Well, we um, saw it with Atletico last season, didn't we? Was that you know again you, you can you can be undone in, in, at, at a moment's notice. I mean, again, and this is where this is where Klopp's going to earn the big bucks here because you know you you you've got. I think you've got to go and strike hard. You've got to go and strike fast, and you've got to go and get it up. But there is also a thing of it. Does he? What does he feel is the best approach to get into two 0 
And is that to go everyone from the start? Because I can foresee a situation where I don't think when you've got to two, you necessarily then need to keep your foot to the floor. I think if you get to two, that's when you pull off for 15 minutes and then you wait, and you wait to see what Real Madrid do because that's the situation where you've gr- you've you've wrested control back of the football match and does that then open up a Liverpool on the counter-attack and kind of situation? situation? I, don't, I don't... I I agree with John here. I don't think Jürgen plans for how do you get to 2-0. I think Jürgen... Because think about... Put it in the context of an, an ordinary season. You don't pick a scoreline and aim for it. Mm-hmm. You coach to win the game yeah. you can't just coach completely differently just because of one game a year you might need to get to 2-0 I just don't think that happens I think the first and foremost is you win the game you coach them to give you put them in the best position to win the game you score the goals or you don't score the goals mm-hmm. and I think if you look back at what Cops said in previous two-legged ties from what he said I think you'll probably find that that's the way that he kind of thinks it's just about winning the game Yeah, and if you get the goals you get the goals The play, I mean you're right because you I mean, there's no way. I mean, Pep Linders having had a little, are having a little chat going. Here's what we need. How do we? Th- how do we? They, they will have. They'll go. Here's what we need. How do we set up to best pro- best provide that for us? But the drive is provided by the lads on the pitch. You know, they're the ones who who, who push that little bit harder, go that little bit faster, get a toe in ahead of things. It's whether they buy into the mentality of what the, what they're going for or not. And that's where again, it's gonna be it's gonna be won or lost because yeah, I think if we if we if we throw everything at it. You, this is the danger this is what I'm talking about the, the, the balancing act if you come out with a big flurry and you don't then what do you, how do you pick yourself back up when you've just gone for 15-20 minutes and you've swung everything at them but that's I don't when, think you that's when Klopp ends the big book yeah, but I think is I don't think you can live that way I don't think you can live in that fear you've got to believe that your biggest punches are going to knock out your opponents yeah. so they will they will go for it but again it, we, what we don't it's know like, is where the Klopp feels it's, it's, literally like being a, it's literally like being a fighter as well you think that you, you give them the hardest punch and they don't go down you tell yourself I didn't connect properly mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. that's just the way that it is yeah. that's how every elite athlete thinks yeah. it's yeah. how they yeah. got to where they are it's the ego that gets them there yeah. And then if you get to half time and you've literally thrown the kitchen sink at them, then you're relying on your man- your manager to go- come into the dressing room and go, here's an opportunity, here's what you missed, and then that G's you up, right, we can still do this. Yeah, the only other thing, again, it depends on what we do. I think we need we need energy. If we're going to play 4-3-3, I think we need something else. I don't know what we need to make that midfield three ideal. You know, I, I think it's nailed on if it is anything that to be for being your Thiago Wijnaldum. It's a shame about Curtis Jones because obviously we know he missed the game at the weekend with a, a small all, uh, you know, fitness issue. I would, I would be really tempted to play Kurt Jones in this game if he was fit, just because yeah. I think he's that lad who he wants to drive through the middle of the pitch. I, you know, if we had Ox from uh, even last year, I'd be looking for Ox in this kind of game. It's what Jordan yeah. Henderson brought to the Barcelona game. I think we might we might be lacking if a bit in a midfield today. Yeah, I think that that's a big call to make. I mean, I think if you you're thinking of putting an attacking side on the pitch, then Curtis Jones is in it all day long. Uh, I just don't know whether. I mean, you, you remember all the times that he played um, Jimmy Milner, Henderson, and Wijnaldum uh, in games. We all thought, "What the hell is he doing?" But he yeah. he likes that steadiness in a game. Yeah. Um, and for me. There's also an argument for playing steady to begin with and getting a control of the game and then bringing on people like Curtis and, mm-hmm. and Jota or if he's on the bench and, you know, and then Shakiri um, to, to try and change things up later on in the game. The thing is that that's... 
That's well and good, and I agree. You know, I think historically, but I think I wonder whether the starting cater gives an an insight. And do we feel? Do they still feel that what cater was meant to do is still yeah, the I right thought, answer? Kurt, certainly, Klopp thought we could win that game in Madrid. That's why he played cater. Now we've got a the the, the away goal fear is the big problem for us. We've got to make sure we try and stop that from happening. Because uh, as Callum said, they score and, and more or less it's over. So, yeah. you know, you, it, it's a different kind of ball game than the away leg. Yeah. When and you that's, that's going to be away goals. Yeah, and that's that's going to be it, isn't it? Isn't it, Chris? I think your I think your solution. I think playing Bob, playing Bobby in the tent. I think, I think that that feels like the right fit for me because at the moment, I think look, Thiago can do it. But I don't see... I mean, look, Thiago nearly scores an absolute world at the weekend arriving in the box. I think it's a shame that we haven't got two James Milners because I would love a James Milner for this game. You know, just if, if nothing else, like or obviously a Jordan Henderson. And it is whether that club feels that he... he it's like... God, I mean, it's what mad shouts. Having hauled Naby and, and, and then not playing him at the weekend. Like, Naby Keita comes back in with a, with one more chance to redeem himself. Like, I don't know. You know this... this it does make you wonder whether they feel that the team, their game plan was right, but it fell down on the on the individual execution, and whether they just go again with with with, yeah. with, with their plan. But, but I, I, I think, think they're better. I think the game plan was right. I think Real Madrid didn't play the way that we expected them to. That's why the game plan didn't work. Not because of Naby Keita's performance. That and we couldn't pass to our own players. Yeah, there's a big part of that, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but Madrid's midfield weren't in the middle of the park. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And, and and then what are you telling Naby to do? Go and stand next to the forwards? Because that's not part and parcel of what a midfield three does for Liverpool Football Club. Mm. So, for me, that's where it came down to. And if they're not going to engage us in the centre of the park and they're going to drop off and they're going to spray balls from 30 yards um, away from the centre circle, then that's where you have the problem, which is why I think it's the forward. So, whether it's Bobby Firmino from the 10 or whether it's him in the false nine, he's now his job. Yeah. His job is that midfielder, regardless. I'm here for Bobby Firmino coming from behind Tony Cruz, like he always jump. does. Yeah, little jump in front, knock around the corner. I am, I am waiting almost as much as for a goal of that moment for Bobby to go and pick Tony Cruz's pocket because it was so desperately lacking from how we played um, last week. Well, one in really interesting mad shout here from uh, Hamza 1996 with the super chat um, saying, don't be surprised if Fabinho was centre-back with Kabak so Klopp could fit everyone in. Like, I don't think so, but we've also seen Fabinho end up at centre-half the last two games coming off, coming on, you know, with Kabak being taken off. Um... I, it would be a, a shock. I, I, even though you've told me, I'd still be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. I think it's a desperate measure at the end of the game if you need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, okay, right. Uh, let's have some score predictions. Chris Page. Yeah? <laughs> Two 0 to Liverpool football. Oh, Callum. Um. Uh, I'm gonna go. Two one Liverpool. Yeah, uh, go on, Dad. Uh, three one in ninety minutes. Okay. Wow. Can you finish oh, that prediction, up. John, and let me tell me <laughs> what's happening <laughs> at the end of the game? <laughs> You'll have to wait for part two to get the rest. 
it's behind the uh, paywall on the website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I must admit, I, I, I think back to like um, PSG and the Cup Winners' Cup and stuff, and we gave it a really good go. I, my, my overall fear with this is, I think we'll go and give it a good go. I just don't know that we've got enough to to, to 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 do what it takes it's going to be a, a hard I don't think we're going to win this like Barcelona style mm. if we do it it's either going to be as you say there it'll be 2-0 and we'll be it'll be a bit Chelsea with like balls flashing past the goal and there's no way Alisson if if we get through here Alisson will have had a worldie and Bobby Firmino will have had a worldie I think I yeah. think that's the only way we see ourselves through this game and um, we'll have had a massive slice of luck potentially along the way as well but no I, I feel I'm feeling Callum's one where a good showing but maybe just not not quite yeah. enough, but I hope, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I I want to see this team prove itself, prove that it doesn't need the fans. Because if you can do it without the fans, fuck me. Imagine what happens when we get the fans back again. Um, is my real hope on this? But yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna and be. What a are the one. what are the like rules about pumping in noise into the stadium? Well, I've had a few of these suggestions in the in the comments of like WWE style of like you know yeah get fans to like call in so you've got their noise from home. Do I just want loud noises. Oh, just like yeah. random. Why don't horns when they have the ball? <laughs> I want them to be scared. You you'll never walk alone on a loop throughout the whole game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Just I know in the, I know, I know in the NFL they had a decibel level that they could go up to, like a, an absolute peak. You know what I mean? Like, did they have that in England? Could we just literally just have someone on the side with a frigging horn every time they're about to control the ball? Cruz has got it. Can we do himself every time? Can we do Operation Anfield every single time that they're through? Bing bong, stand by Operation Anfield. Benzema's like, oh god, what was that? Yeah, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Um, yeah, look, um, I, I I don't know that, that from, from what I'm aware, there are no plans for anything organised prior to the game I do know that people are allowed in beer gardens so I know that all the pubs that have beer gardens around Anfield will be chocker I know most of them are sold out at this point and what have you so it wouldn't shock me if Liverpool could do something um, around it there'll be a there'll be a there'll be a party on the streets if we manage to do something but yeah hopefully we just hope that's where we're at you know we've had two years of being a controlled measured football team that then as a, when they get luck it's the luck that they've generated we might just need to go back to being a team that just needs some random luck and hopefully hopefully with you we've had plenty of misfortune over the last sort of year so let's hope it is all everyone get your karma straight is what I'm saying so you know what do all your jobs help your mum do whatever you need you know what I mean tidy your bedrooms and, and, and help people across the streets while maintaining social distancing and all those kind of things um, and yeah hopefully it'll be enough to see Liverpool over the line against Real Madrid and into the semi-finals um, yes if you believe it's possible drop a like on this video if you need more content to keep you pumped up in advance of that game do go and try us out over on the redmentv.com a little Liverpool streaming service loads of documentaries as mentioned and, and shown to you earlier on Champions League ones are absolutely phenomenal but there's a bunch of exclusive interviews uh, features and series to keep you entertained in the meantime so yes go and check it out uh, gents thank you so much for joining us Chris thank you, thank you. for parachuting in for this one uh, do go and check out Team Coppish as well uh, for more of Callum uh, and yes we will be back with a watch along on game night itself hope to see us all over there Tara Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.